Rana here with a bit of info. But the first thing I'll tell you is congratulations to you because have we got a fabulous episode coming up with yours truly and Adam O'Byrne, excuse me. Uh, he's usually relegated to the Patreon carriage house, but we decided to scooch him right over to the free feed for your listing pleasure. In any event, the AI Social Club Kiki is this coming weekend. It is Sunday, May 21st, and are we excited? I hate to tell you, I don't usually give sneak peeks, but we've come up with a fabulous drink for May, and it's called the Art Barn Gimlet, and it is absolutely like if you could take the feeling of sitting on my porch at the vineyard and reduce it to a delicious elixir, that's what we're having this weekend, courtesy of Fabulous Connor at Fiasco BK. Don't miss out for June. It's our anniversary month, which means that we're doing something fabulous. It's the one-year anniversary, if you can believe it, of the AI Social Club. Join us at AISocial.club. We can't wait. And to remind people, if you just want to dip your toe in, but you don't want to commit to the three-month right away, you can always buy a one-off box. It's a fabulous way to join the Kiki with a little bit less commitment because, excuse me, I see the mailbag. We have a few commitment phobes here. Pardon me. In any event, we'll see you there. And of course, fabulous upcoming long-form journalism club coming up. I hate to tell you, the guy that we have on on Patreon uh, just won his second Pulitzer Prize. Pardon me. So that's coming up. Patreon.com slash askrana. All right, dears. We adore you. Kiss, kiss. Enjoy the show. Now, wait, here we wait. go. Yes. Who's the boss here? What do you mean, here what we go? What do you go? mean? What are you saying, here we go for? I say, here we go. This oh, is sorry. the exact reason why I do, I do the show with Brian and I don't do the show with you. What? What does that mean? Because, you know what? You're very polite to everyone else on the team. And then when it comes you- to me, you're very, very bossy. And you're short. Is what I'm I really sh- object to. You're very short I see. with me. I see. I see. You're I still apologize. There? I'm still here. Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, like yes. the migraine that I had the other night. I had a migraine. I know. I'll I'm tell you something. I'm I don't so get sorry. Migraines. I hate migraines. I've I only get had like bad three in my life. Tension headache about once a year. And yeah. usually it's the result of some kind of a massage therapy that I've received or body work or something like that. Oh, and interesting. in this case, that may possibly be what happened because I had a spine, spinal opening the other day. Somebody, somebody opened my spine for me. Just telling you Who what was? he told me. Just Who telling you what he told me. Okay. Uh, Do- I'm not going to get into it. Until I know whether it worked or not, I'm not going to get into it because I'm reserving judgment. Understood. Understood. I mean, he listen. He told me 
that after he did this work, I would be, I had to for one day not lift baby Steve, but that after that I would be able to do whatever I wanted, be able to return to normal life and that everything would be fixed. Okay. Certain so have you had. Have, he wasn't a witch, he was a warlock. Someone said, Oh, you're see, ah. seeing another witch. I said, He's a warlock, he's not a witch. Uh, in any event, because of my, my horrible migraine, I had yes. to cancel on Dear Brian. And then Brian had a travel day. And here we are. And I, this show is starting to feel a little loosey-goosey, except for the fact that the people that we bring in to give advice are so fabulous. that I, I, I can't spend a minute feeling poorly about it. You understand? Yes. Are yes. you still there? Or am I talking Of course I'm here. This is also what, what happens mean? in the carriage house. I'll be saying, Adam, are we dealing with this? What about that? Has anyone done it, got anything together for the AISC first anniversary? Are, they, are you checking these things off your list? And then there'll be a pause of about 10 seconds. And I'll think, I'm talking to myself here. I, I didn't know you were finished talking. I agreed with you that we bring in fabulous people. That we have fabulous guests and we bring in people to great people to give advice. What am I, what else am I supposed to add to this? Whatever, something. All add right. something. I feel it's like. It's in the name, Adam. That's true. It is true. <laughs> I, do you know what's a funny thing happened? So uh, in, um, I'll, you know, often I will uh, sort of. Uh, I'll be uh, in touch with that. Be, be self-deprecating and call, and call myself, uh, you know, an idiot is something that I often refer to myself yes, as. You know, oh, I'm just do. being yeah. an idiot, whatever. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine said to me that, uh, you know, you're not really an idiot. So that's a, that's the wrong word. You are a fool. <laughs> so I thought that was a funny, like, uh, there's a bet. I think I'm going to change my, uh, change my, uh, my, my fun, self-deprecating oh. nomenclature. I'm going to call myself oh, a fool not, instead. You're not a fool at all. You, you well, occasionally then, behave I, like an idiot, but you're not a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all, uh, men are, all men are idiots. They're not all fools. That's, so listen to me. Well, Speaking of fools yeah. or idiots, who knows which? Yeah. We have so many questions to get to today, but we'll probably only get to a couple. I know, I know. Because we're on Prague time. Well, that's Adam all right. is currently the producer of a very hot show, so he has to get back to doing his job. Uh, now listen to I me. Do. We have a I couple do. of, co- well, of course, I want to remind people that we have the long form journalism club coming up in Patreon. And I hate to tell you, the guy that's joining us this month, he just won a second Pulitzer Prize, pardon me. That's, yeah, I mean, that's no joke. Mimi, to win Mimi one what? is, is mm-hmm. something. To win one, yeah, is luck. To win two is a streak of some kind, right? Yeah, yes. Three indeed. is a pattern. Yeah. Three. <laughs> In any event, Joe Palazzolo, pardon me, just yeah. won what I believe to be his second Pulitzer Prize reporting for the Wall Street Journal. Excuse Come me. Come on. Pretty good. He's going to join us in the carriage house? You Listen, say to we yourself, ha- why would he do such a thing? There's only one answer. His wife put him up to Which it. is? His <laughs> wife is a die-hide carriage house, the CHIP member, and she has written to me on a couple of occasions saying, look, not for nothing, my husband is a, is a long-form journalist. What do you say? 
And That's so, so exciting. Joe, now she's a day, she's made Joe stout listening to the show. He's coming on in the Patreon carriage house, fresh off his second Pulitzer, to discuss our next long form article piece. I would say that obviously we get a lot of uh, celebrities, we get a lot of actors, comedians, so, that type of thing many. on the show. But yeah. the next, the next biggest category is is journalists. I would say, right? Because we've had. Joe's coming on. We've had Clarissa. We've had uh, Ari Shapiro. Clarissa We've Ward, had some, uh, some Richard Lawson, Ari Shapiro, Joshua right. Chaffin. Joshua Chaffin. Yeah. It's a carriage house sweetheart right. from way back. Exactly. exactly. I mean, these are people yeah. that are, you know, they talk about the Jews controlling the media. These are all the people that are actually controlling the um, media. Adam, Adam, Adam B. Very as well. Oh, Madame Bovary, of course. We mustn't forget Madame. We must pay our respects to Madame. That's right. In any event, uh, so join us in the Patreon carriage house. As I've mentioned, the tiers are going to be changing soon. If you get in, you'll be grandfathered in. You can stay right there if you want to. But, of course, if you want to hop tiers, and who would blame you? It's like pool hopping in Palm Springs. If you want to hop to try the next tier, you're, you're very pool welcome. Hopping, but you will, pool hopping. You will pool hopping in Palm Springs. What year, what year were you pool hopping well, I in Palm said, Springs? I, I would like to know. With, I should have said with Joanne Carson is what I should have said. Uh, in any event, and Truman Capote, they uh-huh. were very close. Uh, in any event, yeah. uh, and if people are wondering if I'm right about this, they should go back and they should listen to Paul F. Tompkins' Dead Authors podcast, where he did an interview with the ghost of Truman Capote. And everything I know about Truman Capote, I learned from that <laughs> podcast. It's from Or learned just before it. It's not clear. Uh, in any event, shall we get to some of these fabulous comments? You know, we solicit comments from people. And I will say again, and I don't want to get angry, but it, it doesn't take much. If people don't start following mm. us on Instagram, I know how many people listen to this show and I know how many Instagram followers I have. And it's not lining up for me. And I'm not happy. There's about a delta. There's and a delta Mother's there. Day. Yeah. What about Mother's Day? You know, mm. it was just Mother's Day. What about and then, it? No, and everyone thinks, what can I get a mother for Mother's Day? And the answer is, give me a goddamn follow on Instagram. Give me two. Come Set on. up 4,000 dummy accounts. I don't care what you do. Just get those numbers <laughs> up for me, please. That's right. That's right. Rate, right. review, subscribe, happy Mother's Day. That's my new tagline. Tag By the way, I every day it. is Mother's Day and Father's Day, I don't believe, and I just want to say that. Uh, I agree. Uh, actually, it's not father's true. That there, are, there are some fathers who deserve Father's Day. You're the kind of father who deserves Father's Day. I only uh, know a few, th- th- thank but you. the rest of thank them you. don't deserve a Father's Day. You deserve a Father's Day. You're that kind of guy. We, we were talking uh, uh, before. Go ahead. Oh, your what? daughters would agree. Your daughters would agree. No, yeah. No, uh, but we were talking. What were you talking ahead. about? No, no. Before we, we we started recording, we were talking about how my younger daughter is uh, uh, started started doing impressions, and she yeah. has she she's it's it's you know I haven't heard her Rana yet, but you know she's she started doing impressions. Well, That's what I'm saying. I look, she's I, I, I don't want to raise. I'm not trying to raise a little L.A. schmuck, but it might be happening, unfortunately. So well, we'll see. Let's. I'll oh, be. I'm, I'll let you know if they're good or not. Uh, you know, parents, parents see everything through a filter. Yeah. That's true. You're uh, right. You're right. wrote the following comment. Luxury, period. That's the subject. 
This podcast yeah. is the epitome of luxury, glam, and all things fabulous. I listen to it every week so I can be reminded that my problems in life is not that bad. <laughs> well, we go, you were close mm. to you. Thank you, Ronner and Brian, in parentheses. Festival of snack, Snackery is the name. I always oh. love, I do think on Apple Podcasts more than anywhere else, people have so much fun with their names. Shtetl clairvoyance I agree. into your soul. Do you have a problem that has driven you into to your soul? Uh-huh. Turn to Rana and Brian and be prepared for an answer that might not be to the question you asked, but to the problem you really have. You can't hide from Rana Shtetl clairvoyance, but that's okay. That's exactly what you need right now. I look forward to today. Rana and Brian are joined by Brooke, the future seeing child, to make this show the perfect thruple. Hmm. Hmm. Someone called I've Been Lacking Golden Glove Podcast. A true gem in the podcast world. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll never look back. Thank you to Ronna and Brian for sharing your gifts. I think that was succinct. And I think it said said everything that needed to be said. I agree. And just to thank you. Would you like to read this thank you? Sure. Uh, Delightful, Ronna, and endearing, Brian. I've thanked you in the past on the advice you've given regarding a deeply emotional situation. However, today is a bit different. I'm a gay dad in North Carolina to a young adult son who lives in the U.K., We discovered your podcast together, and it has been a source of bonding between an old gay dad and a supportive straight son. We began listening to you all when we were both in the same state and have followed your podcast as he moved away and began life in another country. He is a dual citizen. How lovely that we continue to have a special little bond over uh, your show, even when across the pond. It may sound silly, but it means so much. As I've said before, never diminish the good work you do, even jokingly. Much love. Tremendous thanks. Jeffrey. Oh, gosh, that I almost got a bit misty there, Rana. What a note. Play misty for me. What a note. Jeffrey, I mean, honestly, that makes the whole endeavor worth doing. It really does. I was just going to say, I, that really is quite lovely. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, maybe that'll give Adam pause to sort of reevaluate how much he's committed to his position here at the, at the, at Rana Corp. <laughs> that, that is what my company should be called. I, I enjoy it. Rana Corp. I enjoy it. Yes. Rana Corp. Rana Corp. Uh, now, the following email I'm going to address again with Brian, and I'm actually not going to do this. Per- I mean, this person we talk about infuriating me. This took me from zero to 60. Okay. Someone had the nerve, and I'll get into the oh. specifics of this when Brian yeah, comes yeah. back. Oh, on. boy. This Someone is a real error. Someone had the nerve. To write to Oof. me, I, I could almost fall over thinking about this. To write to uh, me and suggest. Tough. This is suggest, tough. Oh, no. Thank you for your advice and lots of laughs. I'm writing to recommend McConnell's double oh, no. peanut butter chip ice cream. I don't know what to say, Rana. It's bad. I'm not going to get into specifics. Scene. They also say... McConnell's also has great brownie flavors. I'm convinced McConnell's is the best widely com- widely commercially available ice cream. They have uh-huh. storefronts in L.A. and are available at Safeway on the East Coast. Who the hell has the nerve yes. to write? I, first of all, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> it was in Ronica two years ago. 
Okay. Uh, sure, we yeah, have definitely. given it and, away as a gift yeah. on the show. We may even give it away mm-hmm. today. And I regularly you send and I this have to people. To, we sent Kana. I don't know. You and I have discussed it on things. this podcast. A dozen mm-hmm. tubs of McConnell's ice cream. The fact that it's available at Safeway and that this person would now suggest it to me makes me think we're on the way out with McConnell's now. We need to elevate our game. That's what I think. <sighs> oh, my gosh. You know, I, Rana, I heard Kiora. a very... Uh, Shame on you. Kiora. I heard a very good uh, podcast that I like to listen to, a rival podcast. It's, it's not... Uh, and it's actually somebody, now that I think of it, we should at some point have on the show because he's great, is oh, um, Derek, Derek Thompson's... No, Derek Thompson's uh, Plain English podcast. He's a writer for The Atlantic... Um, and he's um, sort of a... I'm interested. Well, he sounds of, like a great long-form journalist guest. But he could exactly. sound like he could cross over to the free feed. He could. Um, but he ha- he's terrific. Um, and he had an episode recently about uh, this finding that um, ice cream uh, is good for you. Or ice cream essentially uh, helped... Um, helped with uh, 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 reduce the incidence of uh, diabetes in certain cohorts. It was a fast, it was more, more about like what uh, the way science uh, is presented in pop culture. Um, so, you know, huh. there's a scientific paper and then it's peer reviewed and everything. And then it sort of gets reduced down to one headline, like, Ooh, ice cream might be good for you, but it was, it was terrific. And um, uh, for, uh, for, for thoughtful, for our thoughtful listeners, I thought I'd uh, give a, give an un, un, um uh, uh, unsolicited recommendation because I think it's a good podcast. I huh. All right, let's add him to the guest list. Excuse me, I use it every day, and I don't say that about everything. I take my gorgeous four golden pills every morning to keep my hair strong and growing and thick, honey. I'm of course talking about Nutrafol. I love Nutrafol because once you get into the routine, you take it every day. It's not chemicalized. It's just a wonderful hair product. And I think you should use it too. Listen to this. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel scary and stressful. And that just adds to the problem. Stress is one of those things that just makes everything in your system go awry, including your hair. Well, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Did you know there are multiple causes of thinning hair? Excuse me. Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Now, thinning is different for men and women, so Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician-formulated using natural medical-grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. So you can grow thicker, 
healthier hair. And support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BRIAN to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N. Don't get it wrong. Now, listen, we should get to these questions. We might only have time we for should. two today. Let's see. We should get All to right. these questions. Uh, one of them absolutely makes me want to go insane. So we'll do that one first. Okay, so here we go. Dear uh, Ask Rana with Rana and Brian family. Should I tell my boss I plan on quitting my job when I have children? I'm completely at a loss as to how to handle this situation. But surely Rana, as a working mother and grandmother, uh, but surely Rana, as a working mother and grandmother, will have the right answer. You too, Brian. If Mimi or Dante have any advice, I'm sure it would be better than most due to their proximity to the fountain of wisdom herself. I love my job. I'm well, passionate about my field and I... We have Adam <laughs> with us today. So that's yeah, what's going to answer. That's true. Yeah. I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Yeah. I love my job. I am passionate about my field and I love doing a job that changes and saves lives. I have a great relationship with my boss and a coworker. We speak every day to ask questions, bounce ideas off of each other and provide emotional support in a very stressful line of work. Due to some changes higher up in our institution and my boss's career advancement goals, she has mentioned the possibility of moving to a new institution and bringing my coworker and I along. If that does not happen, she has been discussing her vision for our team, which includes my coworker and I taking on more of a leadership role, which is leading to more mentorship from her. I am unbelievably grateful for my incredible boss and her vision for our team and my career. However, my husband and I have decided that I will be a stay-at-home parent if and when we have children, which we're hoping will happen in the next year or so. I'd be giving up a dream job for an even bigger dream job, but it's already weighing on me how to make this transition gracefully. I don't want to miss out on oh, career opportunities as getting what? pregnant oh. is no guarantee, but I would hate to waste resources and my boss's time or lie to them as I consider both dear friends. Do I tell my boss I plan on eventually leaving? As uncertainty what? and instability grows, my coworker frequently reassures us that we will stick together even if that means going to a new institution. Should I say anything? Both my coworker and boss are working moms who will likely not relate to the desire to stay home, but I obviously do not know how they will respond. Any guidance you may have would be greatly appreciated. Best aspiring, what does that stand for? S-A-H-M, stay-at-home mom. Okay, okay. All right, okay, Rana, okay, so. Okay, okay, oh boy, oh okay, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Mm. okay. I'm listening. I want our letter writer to replay that over and over for themselves. Do you understand? Every time they start on a goddamn cognitive spiral like this, I want them to play what I just said. Okay, 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 okay. So mm-hmm. I just gave them two now. That can be, and that yeah. goes for everybody listening with an anxiety and panic disorder. Okay. Yeah, it does or seem like this is at least a little bit yeah. of disordered thinking. He, sweetheart, right. what kind of futurizing, as Brian would call it, are we doing here? Just relax. 
Just take a breath, enjoy this job, enjoy this time in your life. I think it's wonderful that you love your job. I think it's wonderful that you have a terrific boss. I think it's wonderful that you're doing such meaningful work. Uh, if you get pregnant and start a family, congratulations. Make any goddamn decision that's best for you. It doesn't matter whether they understand why you want to be a stay-at-home mother or not. None of that matters. What matters is what you want. And so why don't you wait and see how you feel? And why don't you, by the way, wait and see how you feel once you become a mom? Exactly, Ron. I was right just going to say that. There's you might no- find, for someone who loves their work rate so much, you might find uh, two months into this, you think, oh boy, I thought I was going to want to do this all the time. And I don't. And that's okay. Right. It sure is. It sure is. And I think, look, I, this is clearly a person who... It's very thoughtful and thinks a lot about all kinds of things. Maybe thinks too much, as you're suggesting. And yeah, I just think you can't. The, the, the futurizing is the exact right word. Above a Brian Safi coined term that we can't just. You have no idea how you're going to feel. A when you're pregnant, you have no idea how you're going to feel when you have a three month old baby at home. You may find, as you just said, that you know what? Uh, I miss my job. Uh, I miss uh, the thing, I miss, as you said, it's clearly a very meaningful, uh, both meaningful to the letter writer and also uh, uh, she, she, she let us know. To civilization. What, she gave us a little context. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Love, she does and it's a, it's is a, quite a, literally saving lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, changing it's, it's, communities and changing exactly. the future of And so you might find that, the, that, that you miss that sense of, um, you know, that, that, that sense of, of, of fulfillment uh, that you, you know, look. I I I have I I am married to a working mom, um, and uh, we uh, you know we we our daughters are very happy, very well adjusted, and they um, their mom worked their mom works very very hard, um, and it's and possible to have a wonderful family. Yes, of yes, course. of course, yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't don't just just take it one day at a time. There's no. Don't worry about you are explaining yourself or anything. Years in the future on this. And the other thing I would mm-hmm. say is the other piece that's going on inside of this is all of this anxiety over the job, where the job's going and job placement and da-da-da-da. And look, I don't know how it works in this person's field. You know, maybe this person can never be uh the could never have the job of the person they work for in this in the sense that right. Perhaps the person they work for is like, you know, I don't know, a doctor or a professor or something. And then and then the, sure. what they do, they just don't have that same caliber of knowledge or accreditation or whatever you want to sure. call it. I don't know. I'm just saying yeah. based on the way they're writing right. about it, it makes it seem like they can't have their boss's job for some reason. Uh, that there's something iconic about their boss in some way. But if that's not the case, and mm-hmm. that's just the way you're writing about it, let's take a breath on that too. Following this right. person to the next place and what they're going to do and supporting their life goals. and done. I mean, look at all the energy you're putting into making that person, supporting that person's life and work. And let's just take a breath. And if this is what you decide to do is support the dream, as you put it, that you and your husband have, which is to have a family and be a stay-at-home mom or whatever it is, then, you know, let's focus on that. But also, yeah. let's just not focus. Let's just <laughs> go to work. Let's try to get pregnant when we're ready to get pregnant. And let's right. see what happens. Okay? I couldn't agree more. 
I couldn't. Well, let's see how we feel. I mean, I know, I know some of that this just happened to, but they thought they were going to want to stay home and they wanted to go back to work two weeks after. And I'll tell you what, they have a beautiful, (laughs) happy, lovely, well cared for baby that they see plenty of the time. And they're much happier having their own individual life in addition to the life they have with their baby. And there is nothing at all wrong with that. And, and but I do think it's interesting that, that you're addressing was, the reverse stigma from other women. Yeah, that is interesting. That is interesting. I don't know whether I, they feel and, that way. But yeah, I, I also, I don't, that's, that's the, I, you know, that's, I thought that too, Ronna, that there's a, to me, um, what this person, I think, look, I mean, it's fantastic that she has this great relationship at her job, but you can't, the, the, don't worry about the thoughts that your coworkers are going to have. My feeling is most people, if you have these good relationships, most people, if they are good people and they seem to be good people, they will be thrilled for you if that's the decision you make. I mean, that's just yes. the way people are in life. They're like, oh, you're, you, you're people who like other people are happy when those people choose their own happiness. So I just, I don't, I think you're And really also if they're both working mothers and you decide you want to go back to work, I can't think of who would be happier to help you make that transition. Exactly. Yes, exactly. exactly. Let's not stop exactly. closing doors just because of something you think you know. Yeah. Okay. Let's I, just yeah. see how we feel. And I also would probably not declare that I was leaving my job the minute I got pregnant. I'd probably no. wait and see how I felt. Right. Leave your options totally. open, dear. Take yeah. care of you the way that you're taking care of everybody else, okay? I In yes. their careers, whether that career is at work or at home, okay? That's my advice to you. But also, I love it. lots of luck and keep us posted. Yes, please do. Now, this next question, I'm so happy to have uh, a gentleman here to go over this with because I, feel I am like a gentleman have an opinion. and a scholar occasionally. Hello, Ron and Brian and possible. I'm gonna, guests. Oh, I don't know. Well, no, Brian, but fabulous guest for sure. I come to you today with Thank a dilemma. You. My boyfriend and I are getting engaged in May. It's May now, uh, Adam. I adore you and couldn't be more excited. So she already knows they're getting engaged. Okay. Finding my engagement ring was a very collaborative process. Read, I picked it out myself. It's a stunning round solitaire on an 18 karat gold band, simple and timeless. This was the ring I thought I always wanted until it arrived. I've tried it on several times. Uh Bad luck, I'm sure, but oh well. And I'm not wowed by it. I regret not choosing a ring with baguettes on the sides of the center stone. Similarly elegant, but a little more coverage from my very large hands that are prone to swelling with the smallest bit of salt to exercise. I don't think I could bring myself to confessing my feelings to my fiancé-to-be. He loves the ring and is so proud of it. Do I just get over it? Have it reset for our 10-year anniversary? I hope this lettuce doesn't seem bratty. It's a gorgeous ring and I really just can't wait to be engaged, but I can't shake this feeling of ring regret. Help! M. P.S. Attaching reference photos of my ring bottom and the one I wish I had chosen top. Okay. So go on, dear. What do you think? This is a, this is tough. One, because, you know, she... 
So she picks it. She picks it out herself. Yeah. And then she has regret upon it showing up. So Correct. my feeling is, can't you exchange it? How does that work? Well, she doesn't even I mean, need to a, exchange it. I mean, she just oh, needs can't she to take like take the diamond out and just get a new the answer? Is yeah. No, she keeps get the a new she get a new setting. Get the she just that's wants what I mean. a couple of bags. That's what I mean. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Big deal. You say to your fiance, first of all, this is a great test of the relationship, I hate to tell you. Uh, well, sure, He didn't sure, pick it sure. out. I agree with that. You picked it out. You have no. controlled this entire process. Right, so who process. cares? So when he says mm-hmm. he loves it, guess what he loves? He loves that you love it. He doesn't care at all. I can't imagine no, I, that during yeah, the process, he wanted you to get an emerald cut and you wanted a princess cut. And then, and then oh, no, no, we finally yeah, settled no. on what he I mean, wanted. I, I will say that. He doesn't care. I will say that, yeah, with jewelry, uh, when, yeah, it's if, if, if uh, my wife or one of my, um, you know, other female friends asks me about jewelry, I always say it looks great because if they, if you like it, then that's what you, you should wear the thing that you what like. You, you should know? get the thing that yeah. makes you happy. I don't know anything. If this exactly. was a guy that cared about, you're an idiot. We've established it. <laughs> if you, if this was a guy that cared about jewelry, there are men who care about what women there wear, are. how they wear but it, this, they shop but for this guy, the But this guy doesn't because if, if he did, he would have picked out the engagement ring. He doesn't give a Correct. shit. Pardon my, yeah. The only thing this guy cares about is that you're happy. The yes. change that you're talking about making, honestly, is so minuscule, I can't even ex- express it to you. You literally need to go to the jeweler with the ring and say, I'll be honest, I think the stone's gorgeous, but I was thinking about some baguettes on the side. What do you think? They will pull out a few loose baguettes that they have sitting around, and they'll just put them right next to it on the <laughs> ring, and they'll say, this one or this one. This one or this one, you'll pick the one you you like. They'll change the setting for you, and it'll be ready in a week. And you can That's delay true. this incredible surprise engagement that you that you've planned for yourself in May. <laughs> uh, another three days, if you need to. Uh, but the only thing that you need to say to your husband uh, is, and you just say to your, your future husband slash fiance, you just say, "I I have to tell you something." Okay. I mean, you know, that'll scare the shit out of them right there anyways. Whenever you say exactly. something, they exactly. stop in their tracks. And what he really thinks he's going to, you're thinking to say immediately is, I can't live with you anymore. And so he'll be so relieved when you just say, I'm thinking about the ring. I love the stone so much, but I, I feel a little sad that I didn't get the bagouts because now when I look at it on my hand and I know you don't care and I know you don't think this and I know the, you don't think about this and I know it doesn't matter, but it makes my hands, it makes me feel like my hands look big and I just want to love it every time I look down at it. And he's going to say, so I don't know, what is it? You know, he'll be an idiot too. So he'll say, does that mean we have to throw the ring away? You know, he's <laughs> like, you know, and the, you no, what it means is, and by the way, you never have to throw a ring away. A deal no. is always looking for another diamond. If you don't like exactly. that diamond, you can trade it, and that you know it's like an airplane ticket. You can trade it and pay the difference. The um, uh, and well, also, what whatever. are the odds? It has a value. What What are the odds that uh, the fiance to be or the husband to be knows what a baguette is? 
Not zero. Very, they're not, they're not He'll say, to you want to put two pieces of bread next to it? She's like, no. <laughs> Weren't you listening at all when we went through the process? <laughs> Stop bothering him. Stop making uh, him dance like a poodle. You know, stop making him jump uh, through hoops that he doesn't have to jump through. He's never going to care about you, Jewelry. He cares about no. whether you're happy. You're happy. Yeah, he cares about you being happy. That's Same it. Story. Play this for him. Yep. Tell him I said congratulations. I just gave him some leverage. Now he has something. For the rest of your relationship, he can say, if you have a bothering him, he can say, remember the time you made me return the engagement ring that you picked out? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> now you've got a joke. <laughs> Yeah, this you is do. nothing. It's, true. it's nothing. No, I, I agree. And by the way, and you be, be happy. And I have no be... idea how much the baguettes are, or how much the ring was, or anything else. But if you can't afford the baguettes well, right now, didn't you look can cheap. Light, it doesn't matter. Also true. Um, yeah, and that's what I have yeah. to say. This is very thematic today. I feel like with these, there's the people who are getting themselves in a tizzy over nothing. Over, just make yourself happy. Zero. Make yourself I know, but happy. listen, if she said to me, he picked it out and it's gorgeous and da da da, and he loves it. I mean, please. You know, everyone, I'm famous for hating the first ring that Bob gave me. Everyone knows that. You're, you're famous for hating a lot of out, things. Looks terrible. He Isn't said, I there? Don't care. What? He was an idiot too. He said, Oh, we'll get you another one. And I said, No, I don't need another one. Uh, he, you know, he said, we'll just get you another one. And I said, I don't need two. Get it? I mean, come on. What? All right. Let's do Hold one on. more question here. No, I'm not done. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to say something. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about, the way well, you I, speak you, I kept trying to say something, and you kept roll, railroading over me here. I just have a question for you. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. Honestly, there's some kind of delay because when you're laughing, I don't hear. I see that you're laughing, but I don't hear you oh. laughing. Well. So if I'm not looking at you on the Zoom, I can't hear you talking before you talk. I see. That's just, I'm just letting you know that. But anyway, go on. Can I say, can I ask a question? I said, Am I, I allowed see? to ask a question? Okay. Yeah. So is it true? I heard a story about, uh, about a, a, a trip that you were on, and I don't know if it was okay. with with Bob or if it was with uh, uh, if it was with Mr. Cleveland, but I heard okay. that uh, it, oh, it was. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say the name of the hotel. I'm not going to say the city that it took uh-huh. place in. But I heard uh-huh. that you uh, that that I don't know. And again, I don't know which of the two gentlemen it was, but that the gentleman had arrived in the city yeah. in advance of you and that um, and that uh, the gentleman knew you so well that even though you were, so I think he got there for meetings or something on a Wednesday, you were arriving on a Friday and that okay. the gentleman knew you so well that he uh, had his suit, even though you were staying at the hotel all weekend, he had his suitcase packed by the door when he went to the office or to his conference or whatever it was on the Friday because you were arriving midday and he was positive that even though this was this gorgeous room in this hotel that you were going to change rooms. Is that true? And 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 did you in fact change rooms? Are we talking about the Jefferson in Washington, D.C.? That's exactly what we're talking about. Well, there was nothing gorgeous about the room because each, everyone knows that Jefferson is one of my favorite hotels, but there's only one 
thing to do if you're going to stay at the Jefferson. And that's stay in a room facing the front of the hotel because it's very dark in the back of the hotel. So whatever he told you about how gorgeous his room was, he was seeing through his glasses, which we've also discussed. How you say, you know, your daughter's an incredible impressionist. She's going to be on Saturday Night Live. I say, to your ears, I'll be the judge. 100% the smartest thing he ever did was not unpack his bag. And by the way, once I did arrive, we ended up staying in a suite in the front of the hotel, facing the front, with a gorgeous foyer with a beautiful parquet floor. And it was one of my favorite hotel rooms I've ever stayed in. And his room looked like absolutely the scullery maid's quarters in the back of the hotel. <laughs> but that makes a real difference. And I'll say it again. When you choose a hotel, you and the other thing I'll often do is I'll call the reservations person and I'll say, tell me, this actually just happened to me in a hotel I stayed at. I say, you know all the rooms in the hotel. You know every room. This is if they have reservations on site. If they don't, you call the front desk because they're the ones that are assigning the rooms. Not, you know, Four Seasons or whoever often have central reservations. So you have to then, you could make your reservation, but then you have to call the front desk of the hotel. Say, I'm arriving on Friday. Tell me, if it were you, would you pick this or would you pick that? Because the other thing people do is they often think by picking a higher category in a more expensive room that they're going to get a better room. That is not the case. Often the most charming room in the hotel, if you're traveling by yourself, is in a smaller category. So you have to have the conversation. He didn't have the conversation. And he just suffered in a, in a dark hamster cage for two days until I got there to open the curtains and bring a little light into his life. So, yes, that's an accurate story. So, listen, uh, why don't I read... This next question, even though I just read one, and then you're going to read the cliffhanger. How does that sound? I love that idea. This is, and this actually, this question sort of goes on our theme today because we're sort of having love and family questions right now, it seems. These are sort of, there's some sort of a family theme that's running through this. Rana and Brian, otherwise known as Rana and Adam. I am a 20, oh, God damn it. I am a 29-year-old straight male. Maybe, oh, I wonder if this is written by the guy who's, the the girl wrote the question (laughs) about the ring. I'm a 29-year-old straight male who's getting married in October 2024. Congratulations, dear. I assume you'll be 30 by then. My beautiful fiance has a terrible relationship with her mother, and I am inclined to intervene. Oh. I have to, I will just pause for a moment and say anything about the fact, everything about the fact that this guy's a 29-year-old straight guy is totally negated to me by the beautiful, this person loves this person so much, they want to make their life better. Is that the solution? We're going to get to it in a minute. But I just want to stop for a moment and honor how lovely it is that you think that you can fix everything in the life of the person that you love. I think that's pretty beautiful. Being honest here. Yes. Some background. We've been together since July 2019. My fiance is an only child. My fiance and her mother are very close. And before we met, they did everything together. Now that we live together and are getting married, they see each other less. And I've never gotten the sense that my mother-in-law has completely accepted it and my fiance's independence. Huh? 
from comments about my fiance's weight to disinterest in the wedding to belittling my fiance's accomplishments, sniping. Uh, that is not the best picture of you. On a photo ID, my fiance got made to photograph the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> huh. So very pass, specific. Pass. It was just a press pass. I am increasingly, not something she had to live with forever. I am increasingly feeling, and no doubt taken in a hot tent when they were handing out credentials, a hot, sweaty tent. Because, you know, everyone always cares about lighting on a security ID. I am increasingly (laughs) feeling the desire to intervene and talk to her mother. Her and I have a good relationship after some work. I know this is tricky, and I would love some advice on how to move forward or simply drop it. Thanks so much. Sincerely, engaged and engaged. I think they meant engaged and enraged, but maybe they mean engaged and engaged, engaged in, in life. In the interest yeah. of in in of life and improving their partners yeah. a lot in life. We'll, mm. we'll we'll believe that that's what what it is. Um, what do you think? Well, to me, it seems like the mom is. Uh, acting immaturely because her daughter who, you know, her only child, her best friend is now growing up and moving away. And that's not, uh, it's not great parenting. Um, but I think it is uh, not uh, uncommon for this to happen. And I think, um, what, you know, your efforts to, uh, to, you know, you wanting your, it's very sweet, as Rana said at the top, that you want to get your, uh, you want to have this uh, relationship mended or improved. How to go about that? I'm not sure what a, uh, intervening is a, is a, is a big word to me there. I don't know that I love that idea. I think probably giving or giving them space, time together, encouraging them to do stuff together before, um, you get married, uh, might help. I, I don't know if you want to sit. Well, you tell me. I'm, you know, Ron. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a conflict averse, uh, lapsed Catholic here who is not, uh, who maybe is not the best person to uh, <laughs> go through this. But I personally, uh, I would I not. What think, I would do is I would I try don't and make. Think space. you're. Look, I don't think you're conflict averse when something matters to you. I think you tend to believe that. In life, there are things to worry about and things not to worry about, and that people spend a lot of time worrying about things that you think somehow or other the flow of life will will right itself, you know? Yes. You go to the dentist, you get a little bonding on your tooth, and you say, I can feel it, I can feel it, I can feel it, and the dentist says, wait two days, you won't feel it anymore. It's going to smooth itself out. And I think that you tend to ascribe to that philosophy in life, which is let's let it play out. And let's I, not make it worse. I do. This is just my opinion from the outside. But I think that when things truly are significant and you think that someone that you love is in pain or struggling or whatever, you, this is actually not a conflict. From what I, I think there's a way about to go about this to see if this helps. And I think the question here is why is the mother acting out, okay? Is it your job to solve her problem? Is it your job to be her therapist? Is it your job to make her feel better, et cetera, et cetera? No, there are things in life 
that part of being a grown-up is dealing with these changes and these changes in identity and shifting relationships and whatever. And for a lot of people, you just want to say to them, tough nuts. Figure it out. You're acting poorly. Yeah. But the question is, from what place is this mother operating, in my opinion? And if you mm. want to try this, I absolutely don't think it is your job to fix this, et cetera, et cetera. But I can see that you are struggling under the weight of how this mother is treating her daughter. And I wonder if it might be worth it for you to say to the mother without, and I really wondered, should they speak to her together? Da, 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 da. I wonder if you might like to, to, the word that popped into my shtetl mind is reassurance. And I wonder if you might like to say to the mother, you know, Sharon, Cindy, whatever her name is. <laughs> it's definitely one of those two. I just wanted to say to you, there will always be a place for you in our life and in our home. And I know that it feels like, you know, so much is changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. But I just want you to know that I really love you and we really love you. And you will always be part of our family. And hopefully this is only the first of a bunch of shifts that will happen. You know, we'll get married. Someday we'll start a family, et cetera, whatever it is. But she feels like she's losing her daughter. And so she's acting out. Yeah. You know, the other Agreed. thing is, of course, what you'd love to do to say to her, you know, and, and if that doesn't shift things, then the next time she says something about your fiance's weight or whatever, I might turn to her and say, that's a really shitty thing to say. I like that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, is just stop her in her tracks and say, do you think that's a nice thing to say? It's not very nice. Honestly, sometimes when you talk to people like the children and when you receive that comment from someone, you know, and also sometimes people tease and they push and they prod and they're acting from whatever place. And I'm a teaser, of course. But when you really hurt someone's feelings and someone says to you, you know, that's not very nice. I think sometimes that strikes people to their core because it just sort it of does. puts it into focus. But I think she's just yeah. acting out a little bit. And I don't and I think you might attempt to nip it in the bud that way. But see how that goes. But if that doesn't work, then I think you and I don't think you should be arguing with this woman and et cetera, et cetera. But I no. do think it's fair to say, I you know what? Please don't please don't say things like that. It's just not nice. Uh so anyway, well yeah, but we have to award our gift first. Oh right. Let's have a recap. Uh, so we had the, the person woman who's who, uh, futurizing their job and the stay-at-home mother yeah. and everything else. And I already gave them a gift, in my opinion, which was I did a Calm app for them. Okay? Yes, okay. you did. Okay, okay, okay. I okay, agree. Okay. 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 And then there's the person who... Uh, the won. ring. Oh, the person with the engagement the ring. ring. Yeah. Who is already about to get another gift in the form of two baguettes on the side of their ring. Very easily. No, easily done. No big Very deal. Very easily. 
And then I have to yeah. say, I really, I have to be honest and say, I really feel for God forbid who thought it was possible. I really feel for a 29 year old single guy, straight guy. No one thought it was possible. Yeah. He has shown me the error of my ways because I think he's a deeply feeling sensitive person who really cares about the quality of life of the people around him. And it sounds like he's marrying the right girl. What do you think? I agree. Uh, I don't know that you, he has shown the error of your ways. I think he has uh, perhaps the exception that proves the rule, but um, I think that that is a, uh, <laughs> I think that, I think that you're, I think he, he should get the gift because I agree. This seems like a deeply empathetic person who is uh, trying to get his, um, his married life started on the right foot. So I think, I think that's a good one. Now, is he getting the McConnell's ice cream? Is that what he's getting as his gift? A six pack of McConnell's ice cream? Don't forget, don't worry, I'll be sure and include the double peanut butter chip unless he's lactose intolerant. Oh, so, no. Anthony, oh, Anthony no. Reed, well, they do, they do a couple of dairy free options actually, which are quite good. But Anthony, reach out to our friend here and find out because he's getting a McConnell's six pack thanks to the incredible recommendation of Kiora. And let me tell you that this will be the last McConnell six pack we give out on this show because now it's available at Safeways across the country. On to our next, on to our next best ice cream dealer and we'll find them. People want to write me suggestions um, of ice cream dealers for me to for me to try. I'm open to it. Um, should we read this clip? Uh, dear, now I, I I would be remiss to not have you on the show. People who are on Patreon know that Adam is much loved for his mellifluous tones, his dulcet tones. And so if I didn't have you read the cliffhanger, I'd be doing everybody here and on the Patreon a real disservice. So All right. you read the cliffhanger, do you? Here I go. And I'll answer it with Brian. You won't be there to answer it, so. That's sad. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, all right, here we go. Oh, but there's a little something in it. Okay, go on, go on. I'll say at the end, go on. Dear Rana, Brian, and delectable guest, I'm such a fan of you both. I've been listening since the very beginning and have found that much of your advice, while not always directly applicable to my life, always finds mm. ways to help me. However, I'm not quite sure if you've provided any insight into the current problem I'm facing. How do I successfully travel with constantly horny and party-crazy friends? I'm a 40-year-old single mm. gay man. Yikes, I think that's the first time I've ever written those words. Who will be traveling to a big deal work conference in Prague this summer. Several of my yeah. friends are going to join me there for further European adventures. We've I love the these friends. have got perfect person here today. I've traveled with them domestically many times, and we always get on well. This, however, is a different kind of trip. I have lots of things that I want to do and see in my limited time in Europe, and these friends are almost all, always most concerned with going out to drink heavily, staying out very late, and hooking up a lot. I'm not a prude, nor so am they, I a teetotaler, so but these fun. friends... Yeah, but these friends do often guilt me when I leave a gathering or bar at a reasonable hour. I'm talking 11, 11.30 p.m. and have taken to calling me mom. This is basically a once-in-a-lifetime right. trip for me. Just I have when a whole it's list getting of started and getting fun. I mean, the night's just whole list. getting started at 11.30. And I have a whole list of important, to me at least, museums, shows, and sites that I want to see and experience. I would never try to dictate what my friends do on this trip. I'm more than comfortable going it on my own. 
I'm worried that they'll try to guilt me into staying out all night drinking or going to a bathhouse all night. And when I say no, I'm going back to the hotel, they'll feel like I'm being a prude or judgmental. A On past domestic bath trips, house. I was. I'll <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <clears throat> have to get into that with Brian on the Patreon. Indeed. On past domestic trips, I was more than happy to go with the bar hopping flow, but this trip is way too important to me to waste time feeling crappy during the day after a big night out drinking. What do you think? Am I being crazy even worrying about this? Am I putting too much importance on this once in a lifetime trip thing? I want them to have a fun trip too, but not at the expense of my different kind of fun. And yes, I am an anxious traveler. Who am I kidding? I'm just an anxious person in general, working on that in therapy. I also crave validation and am a rule follower to a fault. So I hope this letter aligns properly with the style guide. I would hate for either of you, Rana and Brian, or God forbid the effervescent Naomi at Paragon, to think poorly of me. Let me just add this issue to my therapy list. Love you both so dearly. On a related note, I know that you've both been in Prague recently, and though I could never assume to be as cultured or fabulous as Ron and Brian, is there anything I just shouldn't miss? I'll be there for over a week by myself before my friends arrive. Please don't use my name. Thank you for your valuable time. Two, anxiously, Europe bound. Um, well, so I'm happy to answer some stuff. At the, the, we can offer him some recommendations, right? For Prague? Yes, well, well, what we first say, of course, is join us on patreon.com slash askgrana for the answer. But be- while we have you here, because we won't have you on the Patreon, why don't you give him a couple of your Prague recommendations for, you know, some kind of a bookish nerd who only wants to spend time by himself? Do you have any ideas for that? Um, well, I have I'm teasing, by thoughts. the way. No, of course. Yeah. I have a, I, I what have have a few thoughts. What have been some of your favorite things? And any and any great restaurants that you've loved, or just give them a few. So, quick. sure. So Blue Fjord is uh, the fish market oh, slash fish restaurant. Blue Fjord again. Oh, I mean, you know, don't send them. You're sending them to you know your local <laughs> grocery store. Is what you said. Uh, that's that's so outrageous. I love that place. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, the best restaurant uh, in terms of a combination of view slash food is um, Kampa Park. Um, which is right on the river um, beneath the Prague yeah. Castle. It's absolutely tourists, gorgeous. Only tourists and Russians go there, but it's fabulous. We had a great it's, meal, and I had, yeah. a, I had a very nice time there, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I would Are say, we going there this weekend? Uh, maybe. Or we might be going to the okay. steakhouse, I think. We'll, we'll see. I'm trying okay. to figure it out. Okay, um, okay. We have some friends of the program flying in uh, to, uh, to... Well, yeah. Two of my suitors are coming in this weekend. <laughs> these two. These, uh, two have, these two have been chasing me for a while. And I, and I, know, and I think true. they've taken the convenience of the fact that you're located in the same city as me. They've taken the opportunity to avail themselves uh-huh. of my company over the next couple of shows. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um, Opportu- they are, and they are then- great opportunists and great risk takers both. When they see an opportunity yes. in the market, they move everything towards the, they move all the chips to, to 19 when they have to, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good description everything of Everything on black, um, fellas. Everything on black. <laughs> um, I think, you know, from a, from, look, the, the fun, the really fun stuff um, in, uh you know, if you're if you're into sort of the history of the city, which is uh, really extraordinary, um, certainly the Jewish Museum is is uh, uh, fabulous. Um, you got to go see that, and it's a. What's fun is that it's a it's a it's it is several sites um, within Old Town Prague. You can 
Uh, you, so you walk, sort of a walking tour. It's yes, lovely. the Jewish Museum is actually more of like a UNESCO heritage village almost. Right. So you sort of right. start in one place, you get all the info, and then you hit a couple of other places. And that cemetery, of course, is not to be missed. What no. else have you, what did you, have you enjoyed? Uh, well, we went, when uh, my family was here, we went up to Visharad, which is, uh, you know, sort of one of these other uh, old, I guess, settlements, you'd call it, on the river, um, sort of in the south yeah. part of Prague. It's a beautiful, beautiful old, also a wonderful old cemetery and a beautiful basilica there. And it is, um, it is just walking around. You know, I haven't magical. been up to Visharad yet, believe it or not. And it's one of Brian's favorite, and I'm planning on going there ASAP. That's my yeah. really top of my list right now. That would, that would I think, is sort of the, the to me, especially now that the weather's there, getting nicer. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking say, to you, you on a beautiful, beautiful spring day right now. I mean, just gorgeous. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that would be, you know, that would be around. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I'll say this. Yeah. I don't know what you, um, obviously, you are, your budget or your interest, but there's a Michelin style restaurant called Field. And it's definitely, you have to be, you know, in some ways I feel that I've moved past the time in my life when I was a tasting menu person. But for a 40-year-old single gay guy, this is, that's the sweet spot for the tasting menu. But what I would say is you can go and have lunch there, apparently. They do a lunch, which is about three to five courses as opposed to five to eight courses. You could go there, you could have lunch. They have an incredible bartender. And obviously the price will be a little bit more right than dinner. And you can you could right. then go walk it off, essentially. Whereas the problem with the tasting menu at dinner is you gotta go straight to bed. Who could di- who could digest at that hour? Yeah, bring I would say bring uh, you know, you want comfortable walking shoes because Prague is a, just a wonderful city to walk in. You can walk, you'll look down at your uh step counter and you'll be uh you'll be flying past ten thousand in uh in one afternoon here. So and my other favorite thing to say is look up. Look up. There's so many beautiful buildings and fun, weird architectural details. And also, I always tell people to look at Atlas Obscura because they, if, you're, if you're interested in off-the-beaten-path sorts of things, they've got it all cataloged any, anywhere you go. So, yep. okay, listen, that's enough of that, but we'll get back to the real nuts and bolts of your question on Patreon. Patreon.com slash askrana, aisocial.club, or aisocialclub.com, whichever you prefer. But the point is that June is coming up. And if you sign up now, you'll get our June box. And June is our one-year anniversary of the launch of the club. And boy, are we excited to share it and bring all something extra special. So if you've been thinking about joining the club, this is the moment, okay? I can't thank you enough, dear. You are a fabulous co-host. As always, insightful, surprisingly intelligent for an idiot, and absolutely nobody's fool. Oh, love you, Rana. All right, yeah. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.